it, it's not as simple as going, well, the, well he's absentee. Right, Why not? right. I can do that. I could do that. You know, it, and it's kind of the the opposite of the, the situation I was talking about with the, the print shop where we had, we have clearly said this is an owner-operator type situation. Right. I could also see that being one where somebody with experience having an understanding of the industry, mm-hmm. perhaps come in with some new ideas and process improvement yep. and things like that could come in and in a short period of time not be a 40 to 50 hour a week person. But that's probably going to take six months yep. if you're not already in the industry right? with that foundation built. Yep. So, you know, I, I think the... I think the the lure of an absentee owner is it, it's it's kind of fool's gold. Yeah. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors podcast. I'm Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by the president of Apex, Doug Hubler. Doug, how you doing today? I'm doing well, thank good, you. Good. Thanks I, for having me again. Of course, and uh, you know, better day for me than last week. Uh, Why? Didn't get called ugly on my way into the so pod. I called you ugly. Well, remember last week they told me that I had a face for podcasting, right. which you right. know, since I well, take everything personally. <laughs> Assume they call me ugly. Your face is good for podcasting and other things. That's what they said. Yeah. That's what they said. So before we get to topic today, we have not discussed our closings and some things like that. So let's take a few minutes to break our arms, patting ourselves on the back about how great we are. It's not about us. It's It's about our clients. Yes, of course. We had some success here. Yeah, so. uh, we had two closings since last week, and Valerie had a closing, and it was a, a interesting business, a, a structural framing business with an out-of-state buyer. That is probably one we can talk about in the future because deals that might take five or seven deaths to get complete, you know, and, and that kind of process went through that to get closed. So that was good success for Valerie. And then Jay had a car wash closing in Nebraska, and the buyer was out of Kansas City. So that was a that was an interesting deal. Closed on that a couple of days ago. So all good. So Valor only used five of the nine lives. I would say at least five. I haven't gotten the, the gone through the whole list, but yeah, at least five. Yeah, and I, I think it will be a great case study. But I uh, I remember towards the end, I, I asked her how it was going. Mm-hmm. And she said she had resorted to praying, <laughs> which I think when you're trying to that's, save the deals, that's right. resorting to praying is the... I, she uh, had incense going. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sage going a around the of, office. Yeah. So my favorite type of buyer, uh-huh. get these calls quite honest. Hey, I'm looking for absentee owner businesses. Yeah. Uh, right. Looking for six figures. Mm-hmm. Come on. What really, else am I? What else are you looking for? Kind of looking for cash flow, uh, well over six figures, uh, probably revenue in the millions, a million plus, and would uh, would really like to be able to acquire that for about 50, 50 grand down, <laughs> yeah. or fifty grand, or total. fifty grand total. <laughs> yeah. I want a great deal with no work. I want a, a wonderful return, and. Something that I don't have to worry about. 
day in and day out. Yeah, and I don't know if we'll necessarily get into this today, but I, I'm just going to I'll lead with it and we'll see where it goes. But I have a business that could be an absentee owner business. If you had a complimentary business or a suitable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. manager type person that you could put in place. However, the owner is actively working in it, in the business. He has been adamant that, hey, this is an owner-operator business. We wrote it into the CBR. Mm-hmm. Owner works 40 to 50 hours a week in the business, owner-operator. Very clearly. The amount, I mean, we have been flooded with inquiries on people looking to be absentee owners on this. We have gotten two offers, both roughly at about 50% of asking. And part of the reason why they're they're wanting it that at that level is because, well, I'm going to have to put a manager in place here. Okay. <laughs> and so my, my response has been, you know, guys, that's really not our problem. Yeah. Like we, have an, we have an owner working in here. The owner's working in the business. Mm-hmm. And good on you that you make more than what he does. Right. But we don't need to discount it because you are wanting to put a well, manager in place. Want to change the, the process. Yeah. I mean, our, our guy could have decided, hey, instead of working 40, 50 hours, I'll, I'll work 10, put a manager in place, and yeah. we'll sell it off of off of that at this level that's, right. that's being offered. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I've seen that. I don't know if that's the yeah, direction you were wanting to I take. Have, well, and I do have an example I'll bring up on an existing listing of mine, actually, that, that could be absentee. But I think there's, there's some caution to throw into these deals. So I... I think that is one of the more frustrating calls that we get is I want it, I want a business that I don't have to operate because I want to keep my job. I want a good return. I don't want to have to put much money into it. What have you got? And I'm like, why would that ever hit the market? Because one of the brokers here would buy that. I mean, it's, it's kind of silly. So I think absentee-owned businesses are, you know, you see car washes, laundromats those would be the kind of starting off maybe on the low end car washes aren't necessarily low end but as far as just absentee storage units but all of those still require some some management if you want to control the cash well even like a storage unit though a storage unit never hits us not usually i mean it's really they're so in demand like yeah the amount of calls that we get for Hey, do you have any storage units? Right, right. Uh, look, if you're making those phone calls, you should probably call every day because the day it hits the market, the day it's going to go. It's going to be gone. Yeah, and, and I think those, those folks, uh, because of the demand, nobody's going to get a deal. They're, the multiples on storage units is really high. Most of the ones that are truly absentee are probably, okay, you've got two sides, something that's pretty large, operating, management in place and somebody who owns multiple businesses and they may would they call that absentee maybe i don't think that's really what these folks are looking for though the the one that i've got now the it's a kansas city business it's a pest control business the owner lives in georgia people are running that business for him but if i'm a i'm a buyer yeah, I could keep that going the same way, but what's the risk level for somebody coming in and saying, oh, I'll just keep the same staff and let them run and, 
and just let me know when I can cash my check. That's, uh, I would say that's pretty risky. Somebody's going to really want to get into that business and, and have their hands on it. So what's, what's really absentee? What are people really looking for there? That's what we're trying to figure out. So buyers wanting to keep their job and just have something run on the side. We're finding multiple businesses. So that's part of what we're trying to figure out when somebody makes those calls to us. It's like, hey, what are you, what are you really looking for? What are you expecting to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll use examples. Sometimes we'll get the, the couples that'll call in and they're like, combined we make, let's say, $300,000. Mm-hmm. And we would like to buy an ice cream shop or a Froyo place that we're going to run absentee that it's going to cash flow 50000 for us. And, you know, a lot of times they're calling, honestly, out of ignorance because they'll call on an mm-hmm. ice cream shop. They'll call on, like, a liquor store. Right. They'll, they'll call on things like that that are yep. heavily labor-intensive or heavy inventory-intensive. Mm-hmm. And the headaches that they're bringing on, that if they had something like that like at their, their house, for example, right. Right. you would probably pay somebody to go ahead and take care of the lawn and the landscape that you don't like mowing mm-hmm. because of the amount of money that you make. Right. Introducing this headache yeah. for the $50,000 right. that you get, right. believe me, you would probably end up taking, you'd, you'd pay somebody to take it away from you. Right, right. It's, it's kind of the ones that I see come through as well. Yeah. I, where So are you saying people have come back and thought that they were going to run this business absentee and it's just not working out? Because now they, they have this reality that, darn, <laughs> it's, you know, are we going to, uh, this is more work than I expected. Correct. I, I actually have to pay attention to these high school kids that are running the register. How much meat are they putting on the sandwich or, or whatever it is? The coins in the machine. Am I hiring that out? We've had people who have had car washes where they've had somebody else handle the money handle the maintenance and then they're like why is there no cash in the machine it's all gone you know so i can't imagine that you know i I think that the idea of an absentee owner is i I think the idea versus the execution is there's a very wide gap yeah i mean there's the ideal right that's what people are like i would really like to invest my money in a business but i don't want to leave my job I'm comfortable, it's secure, that kind of thing. But I would like to have a business because I've heard people running businesses and some people run multiple businesses, so I'd like to try my hand at that. But most of the time they're looking at businesses where they don't have experience in the industry. They don't know anything about it, but they're, oh, they're just looking the cash. Oh, it's making 75000 a year. Okay, that's pretty good, extra for me. And... So they're, they're driven by the dollars and not thinking about really a, a, when you're new to a business, you have to learn that business. You have to know the ins and outs so that you aren't ripped off. Uh, what you touched on there boils down to what's your intention of getting into this business? What's your reasoning? Why do you want it? Mm-hmm. Um, and if the intention is, well, I can just tack $50,000 onto my my existing where I think the absentee model works is let's say that I've got a print shop 
and we have another print shop that comes available that let's say it's a one person operation mm -hmm. and I've got staff that has capacity I could probably acquire the one person operation roll my other staff into to that business and quote unquote be absentee mm -hmm. yeah, I think yeah. that makes sense I think yeah. the other I think it makes sense to go the other way too is let's say that I have an established business that I've had for 10 15 20 years the work that I need to do as the owner, maybe I've, I do have a capable staff in place. I do have that flexibility. My need to be in the business maybe has dwindled over the years because right, of the right. team that I built. Sure. At that point, maybe I can go more absentee there, acquire something else, and devote time there while still having sure. my eye over there. I think yeah, those are the sense. two scenarios where that absentee owner makes makes sense what yeah are your thoughts? you know i'm going to go back to my pest control business because that owner did develop his business over a period of about 15 years to a point where he's got people in place that he trusts to operate the business he doesn't even have to be in state he can look at reports he can kind of see the where the business is going and check in periodically the couple that Right now, one of the buyers interested is a couple, both have jobs, both plan to keep their jobs, and no experience in the industry. I would find it difficult for somebody like that to come in and say, oh yeah, I'll just keep it going the same way, because those employees are familiar with the prior owner, feel comfortable with the, or the current owner, and all of a sudden there's introduced change introduce new owners who you don't see and there's a risk in people deciding to go somewhere those employees who have been stable now are all of a sudden saying you know this maybe doesn't make sense for me and so there's a real risk for those that buyer in that situation to lose people because they're not involved day to day and i think that's the key is that the owner has built and he has built that team and built the rapport and built yeah, the trust a relationship with, with them when he's ready to retire, I believe it's a retirement situation, mm -hmm. yep. he's ready to retire, yep. somebody else comes in, mm -hmm. the employees do not have that same rapport and right. trust and and those types of things. So yeah. it, it's not as simple as going, well, the, well he's absentee. Right, Why not? right. I can do that. I can do that. You know, it, and it's kind of the the opposite of the, the situation I was talking about with the, the print shop where we had – we have clearly said this is an owner-operator type situation. Right. I could also see that being one where somebody with experience, having an understanding of the industry, mm -hmm. perhaps come in with some new ideas and process improvement yeah. and things like that, could come in and in a short period of time not be a 40 to 50 hour a week person. But that's probably going to take six months yeah. if you're not already in the industry. Right with that foundation built. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think the, I think the, the lure of an absentee owner is it, it's, it's kind of fool's gold. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, I think that it's, it's fool's gold because it doesn't appear the effort that is required to own and operate and grow a business mm -hmm. requires time and effort. And a lot of times too, a person can say, well, I'm going to keep my day job 
and I'm just going to work my nights and weekends on this. Right. Well, yeah. that's great. You can work your nights and weekends, but at some point, you have to yeah. be able to work during traditional business hours mm-hmm. to either do your networking, to do your marketing, to talk to yeah. whatever suppliers. Yeah. Uh, this is making me think about a uh, somebody who came in to talk to us a few weeks ago. He was very upset. He had bought the business from through another broker, and he was led to believe that uh, it was just a 10, 15-hour-a-week gig for him. So he could keep his job, work at night, like you're saying, exactly. I'll do the accounting at night, um, maybe talk to the guys on the weekend, whatever. And it was a, it's a transportation business. And what he discovered was that owner, yeah, he was maybe got to a point where he was, because he knew the industry so well, he didn't have to work 40 hours a week. This guy coming in didn't know anything about the industry, nothing about this business, didn't really understand the employees and all the the equipment and everything, and he was spending 60 hours a week, and with some issues that he had, he wasn't making any money, and had to leave his job. He was even getting into marital problems because he was led to believe this was a you know few hours a week, extra money, and it was not that way at all. It wasn't going to go that way. Um, he needed to learn the business. And I, I think that's that's really kind of the lesson that we're we're trying to impart here is that even if the current owner is absentee, it's probably it probably wasn't like that from day one. Right. And they probably do have systems and processes and things like that in place that work for them. Mm-hmm. But the new owner that comes in, and I'll, I'll share that I had one, when we can close with this, but I had one where previous owner was full-time working owner. People bought it as absentee owners. After mm-hmm. about nine months of doing that, they came to us looking to sell, sell the business. We sold the business. Do you know what we sold the business to? An no. owner-operator, somebody that mm-hmm. wanted to put. Yeah. They were putting ten to fifteen hours in. To your point, not yeah. making money. Uh, and in the ten to fifteen hours, it was taking up their other their fun time. Right. Essentially, right. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, that it was it was really starting to create an issue with them, and they were both working in the business. But what was happening is the amount of time that they were working in, like. She would work the eight hours on Saturday, and he would work the eight hours on Sunday, and then they would go back to their full-time job on Monday right. through Friday, and they yep. weren't seeing each other. Yep. And so their their relationship and was falling apart. Yeah. And so, and they were maybe cash flowing forty or fifty thousand out of this. Yeah. And they were their day jobs paid them so much more than that, and yeah. that's where I was like. That that's where the example of look the headache that this causes. Yeah. You would probably just. Not worth the stress. No. They figured that out. Yeah, a little yeah, bit they late. figured that out, and then yeah. the people that bought it are flourishing in the business because. And she, and by the way, she's not working fifty or sixty hours a week. She's working maybe thirty, thirty-five hours, but it is her primary focus. Yeah, and yeah. she's looking at buying others. That's and, amazing. You know that yeah. type of stuff. And, That's awesome. And so, and she realizes that hey, I can, I can work thirty, thirty-five hours. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand this business. Okay, now. And, and it's a franchise, so I yeah. can buy other locations, you know, and kind of dot the city. Yeah. And then if I've got three to five of these, 
now I'm kind of out of the store and right. overseeing, right. you know, basically I'm promoting myself from store manager right. Right. to general manager slash area manager. Yeah. And I'm overseeing multiple stores. And, and I think that's where, you know, she becomes that absentee owner, but she's not absentee. She's working on the business. Right. right. But she learned it and was in it full-time, really. We're not trying to hurt our seller clients by talking down these things, but I think we do want to go, we want to work with buyers and have their eyes open to to issues because we don't want buyers coming back in nine months. Like, I've got to sell this. This wasn't what I expect. We want buyers going in with their eyes open and, and being prepared. So that's what this is about. Yeah, and to be clear, those people did not buy that business from us. They bought it right. directly from the owner. Yeah, and then came to yeah. us yeah. after they nine months. They didn't. They didn't yeah. buy it from us. Right. So, but to your point, that is definitely something we do not want. Is we we want we want the people that we sell the businesses to, we want the buyers to come back and list their business with us. But we want them to come back with a with success with a bigger business. Right. Right. That. We have plenty of those stories, too. That should be another podcast. Yeah, because I think you told me back when I was first starting, I think you told me that you've sold one business four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to yeah. hear yeah. I'd love to hear That's about that. That's a great story. Um, I don't know. Maybe we have a blog on that, which people can find our blogs yeah. on our website, yeah. kcapex.com. Uh, just a follow-up from last week's story, our friend that uh, has worked here for seven years, and had the email issue because he tried to send me an email at Andy at Apex. Um, He has successfully sent me an email every day. Just to test it? For the past week. Um, So, you know, he's on a winning streak. And I'm on a winning streak as well, you know, getting his emails. That's awesome. Um, So if you want to be on a winning streak, go to KCAPEX.com. KCAPEX.com. That's the place where you're going to go to see our blogs, these podcasts, Plenty of information about buying and selling a business. Of course, you can get in touch with the team, including uh, Doug and myself. And we make it real easy to email us. Because they're correct emails, just links. Yeah, they're correct email with a little envelope on there. You just click that, it, it emails directly to us. So until next week, if you are looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam.